Welcome to another edition of the Business and Personal Podcast, where we bring you closer to the people that you do business with. And today we have Patrick Corey of the Exterior Painters on with us. And it's that time of year when the snow has melted and uh, people look at the outside of their home and try to make decisions to give it some more curb appeal. So um, I thought Patrick could provide some good insight on that. Uh, I know you're going to be busy as heck today going out there and doing more estimating. So appreciate you taking some time this morning to be on with us. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a busy time of year, but I always have time for stuff like this. So. Good, good. So I look forward to, you know, getting some valuable information out to people that are looking at this as a possibility for their home. So as we start out here, just to give people a little idea on your background personally, and uh, let us know a little bit about the exterior painters and kind of what area you cover here in Southeast Michigan. Yeah, so my background is, uh, you know, I started in uh, sales when I was really young, around 17, and uh, actually sold websites and a couple like uh, media things. And then I ended up uh, meeting uh, Brian, the owner. And it was just one of those things I was young, trying to make money. And I was power washing for him too. So uh, the following year, me and uh, the website guy, we we broke off and, and we just, me and Brian, are, you know, he gave me a shot and it worked out. And that was when I was, uh, I think at 18 or 19 at the time. And it's been six or seven years now and just been doing the same job and just learning and I feel like I'm, uh, you know, a painting expert now. So, well, yeah, you did a fantastic job for us. I can vouch for that, and we'll talk about that later. But uh, yeah. t- tell us, tell people a little bit about the exterior painters. Kind of what area you cover, so those listening would know if you could work with them or not. Yeah. So the exterior painters, we were we're an exterior painting and carpentry company, but what what's kind of like different about us is there's a lot of painters that are like specialize like oh i only do rochester clarkson um we're pretty much going to be flint to detroit and uh, east lansing to the far east side um you know all the way to st Clair shores type of thing and uh that it's helpful because when people are given referrals you know family members and uh you know, not everyone lives in the same town and there's not always great painters in every area um so it's not that there's you know, like a shortage of good painters. It's just they're busy painting. Where our company, we have hired painters that are worked with us for anywhere from seven to fifteen years, and um, you know, we're sending professional painters out. We're giving uh, just a full service of the actual job, from our color consulting to the people in the office answering the phones to our power washing technician being separate than the painters. It's just a, a whole Henry Ford type of machine where everyone has their own individual job and it just works really, really well when everything is moving in the same direction. So, yes. Uh, and our process was definitely smooth. And for those listening, uh, Patrick has an incredible portfolio of testimonials and examples of jobs uh, that he's done uh, all around the market, a wide variety of different types of homes. So um, that definitely helps when you're going in the process to, to visualize what he might be able to do for you. So um, COVID obviously hit us about a year ago, right? As you were kind of getting into your busy oh, yeah. season. So uh, yeah, like right were- now, <laughs> like literally it was like, uh, I want to say it was like two weeks ago or something. The, the official one year mark was for the shutdown, but yeah, COVID affected us a little bit. Um, it, it took away a whole month or two months of our painting season, which was hard. But, you know, there was sacrifices that everyone needed to make. And uh, I feel like just losing a month wasn't the end of the world for us. Uh, we were still doing virtual quotes and uh, very, very strange to do it like that. Um, usually you're in person and friendly and it was a lot of texting, a lot of emails, uh, more than what I prefer. But uh, it, it ended up working out where we could get to back to work. Um, staying safe was pretty big priority for us because there's 
a lot of families in our company. So we're always worried about kids, um, you know, uh, the elderly, the, the grandparents, that type of thing. So we, uh, you know, we masked up and just followed every protocol we could and tried not to tried not to break any of those you know, rules or guidelines that, you know, everyone had to follow, you know, and we tried to keep the crews separate when they came in. Um, you know, we tried not to let everyone mingle. Uh, you know, of, of course, there's always going to be your hello, but with the mask, you know, it's hard to tell people are smiling. Um, so it worked out nice. And then as far as like the market and what it did to the market is it put a bunch of people behind schedule by months and uh, it changed a lot of things. So you you used to go up to people's houses and sit down at their kitchen table, much like how we did. And, you know, really got to know someone, their kids are running around, you get to relate to them and uh, it made it much less interpersonal. So we've been finding ways how to, you know, bring that back and make sure that everyone feels like they're actually working with a person, not just, you know, a guy over the phone type of thing. And uh, we, we respect people as they're like, Hey, no contact estimate. I mean, I had one lady last year, I never saw her the entire time. And we painted the house. Don't even know how it's possible, but it, it happened. And uh, everything went in as planned. She would walk around and take pictures of her touch-ups and go back in her house. And I would send my guys out and we'd take care of all the little details. And she paid the bill virtually. There was no contact painting. Very, very interesting. So Yeah. Well, hey, you're still kicking. And I would imagine the demands already sounds like it's through the roof this year because some people might have held off for a year as well. Yeah, overwhelming demand right now. And I, I don't know if it's uh, necessarily like people holding off. I think there's a little bit of that. I think it's a lot of people understand the value of their home now because they spent so much time at home. And I think it's real easy to get caught going to work, right? And so you get a lot of real high stress jobs, high stress people that they just got caught at work and they never got anything done around their house. And now they're working from home or have split schedules and you know, they walk outside and see that rotted board or that peel and paint or the woodpecker, you know, that they could never figure out why the hole was there. They, they finally found them. Um, so we we uh, we anticipate to be fully booked about a month earlier than what we were last year. So it's uh, going to be a good year. Get your appointment now before they fill up. I think that's the that's the advice for sure. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. We're going on about 80 to 90 appointments a week. And it's I don't I've never been a high pressure salesman. Um, I really don't even like the word salesman. I think I'm, I'm more of like a truth teller and, uh, I try to educate people. So, you know, for us just regarding the whole scheduling process, I meet people every day that are pushing the envelope and they're trying to get too much done at one time. And sometimes that is the worst thing you can do uh, in construction. It is always best to get your three quotes, um, hear your different opinions, hear your different options, and then plan everything out where you're not doing something twice. And it's, it's kind of the only way you can do construction. And I, I, I actually uh, just redid my house and um, my wonderful girlfriend, Faith, she was very upset because I painted the inside. And then I had this gap of about four days where I could work on my own home. And so the guys, they changed a few doors. And of course, it affected all the interior paint. And, uh, you know, she was freaking out. And it's one of those things like, yeah, for me, not a big deal. But for a homeowner, that would have caused them to have the painter come back and, and redo the entire living room, which would have been very, very costly and hard to schedule. So when you're doing these things, you want to make sure you do it in the best like economical way. Um, so you're not overspending, especially where labor's at right now. You don't want to have people come back. It's uh, very expensive. Yeah. And to your point on not taking on too much at once, I think I love the way we did it, where we did the siding 
one year and then the next year had you come back and do the brick rather than just try to take on a big old project all at once do it in pieces yeah. like that uh, yeah and you guys did like your sunroom edition it all worked out nicely it was a good yeah. project well timed we even had a window guy get in there and fix yeah. a couple things you know and so you didn't have to buy all new windows it was it was good so, so I imagine you have a lot of the same conversations with other people that you had with us and trying to determine, should you just reside the home or should you paint it? Uh, yeah. Certainly less expensive to paint it, obviously. Then the question comes in is the durability of that. And you made us pretty confident that that was going to last a long time. But maybe explain to our listeners how that decision comes in, uh, making that choice between residing or painting. Yeah, so it just, it really depends on what you're dealing with and the substrate you're painting. So in the case where you're painting vinyl or aluminum and you're just doing it for like an aesthetic color change, um, you know, you're going to get a long, long lifespan, especially if you're using Benjamin Moore products, um, especially if you're using like high-end caulks, uh, you're going to get really, really good results over time. Now, that's not to say that you can keep painting your like aluminum siding or vinyl siding forever eventually. You know, it's going to be 40, 50, 60, 70, even 100 years old is what we're seeing now is you can't paint stuff that's that old. It just it's got too many coats of paint and uh, you have to evaluate that. So I always look at it as time versus cost. And I was at a home yesterday where, you know, they had a T111 siding, which is a wood siding and it's peeling badly and they had about 20 sheets to change. But at the cost of where wood and labor's at right now, it probably would have been about a sixty to seventy thousand uh, dollar siding job if they were to do the whole nine yards. And um, for what we did, we pulled it all together for about a quarter of the cost, and they're going to get about another ten years. So for them, they're like, "Yeah, we're not going to spend the money on you know the big siding job like some of their neighbors have done. Let's fix it." buy ourselves the seven to 10 years and we plan on moving in five anyway. So, um, and it's, it, and it's one of those things where you actually, it's a win, win, win. So the person that moves in, it's not getting a, you know, a destroyed house or anything that's been bondoed in. It's like, we're changing all the rotted wood and doing it all the right way. And then you get the, the homeowner that doesn't need to spend that enormous amount of money that it is for some of these products right now. Um, and then you have the people that are prospectively buying in those situations and the people that have your future, your future investments, even if it's for yourself, because you always got to treat yourself like you're going to be spending this money again, too. And uh, those people aren't set up for, you know, that big expense right off the bat. Anyway, they may you know, do another quarter of the cost job and, you know, reside the rest of the house or fix all the other routed wood that's coming and keep it going for a while. Uh, so I always look at it as. Uh, how much money are we spending over how much time? Like, are we buying? Because in the painting industry, if you do a bad job, you're only going to get two or three years out of a paint job. But if you do a good job, you can go seven to 10. And that's really what you got to look at is, is this substrate, is this thing we're painting going to last 10 years? Because if it's not, let's not paint it. I actually suggest you let it get worse while you save to do the full job. And I just think curb appeal is so huge. Like you know, when we made our decision, I didn't necessarily think, think that repainting our house was going to add all this huge amount of value to it. But what it does, you know, if you're in the position where you're trying to sell it, it changes the perception of the buyer. When they pull up and see a beautifully new painted house, that gets it off to a great start, right? Before they even walk in the house, they're maybe going to be less picky about things. Whereas if you see an older looking house, then you're going to be a little more skeptical at everything you see on the inside. At least that was my thought. What, what do you think about that? I think it's great. I, I have a good analogy with cars. It's like buying a used car when you buy a used house. 
And uh, the people that sell used cars very, very well and quickly, they usually have them nice and clean. They go buy the little $10 floor mat thing where it's like, you know, it's fresh. You need to make it look good and paint's a lot like that where you're not only cleaning a house before you paint it, but you're fixing all these little weird aesthetic things like cracked caulk or, you know, maybe there's some paint on some brick that we can get off, you know, and it's, it's the little stuff that will shape a buyer's perspective because my personal opinion on people looking at the outside of a home is they're going to look at the outside of the house for all of 10 or 15 minutes, right? Cause they, it's more of like a feeling um, than it is something that they're going to really, really look at. But if they see caulk falling out or rotted wood, it's a red flag instantly and people don't like that. So the paint's like the makeup and you just spruce it up and it looks good and it'll look good for a while if you do it right. So, and everybody's situation is different. So, and Patrick's seen a lot of them. So he's a good resource if you're trying to analyze, you know, what the best decision is for you. So what are you seeing out there right now, as far as maybe some new trends or different things that have evolved over the last couple of years? So the new, not necessarily, I, I, I always think that trends are being regurgitated, but uh, the black, the black trend, it is, everything is going black this year. People want to paint their house black, black gutters, black doors, black trim, black shutters. It used to be gray. Um, before that, it used to be like this grayish uh, color. So it is, it's going real modern. You're going to see a lot of really dark colors. And it, it just, for me, when, when I see a lot of that, I know a lot about paint and the way it works. And that's why I'm always pushing towards the Benjamin Moore products now because they have a nice glycol based colorant or sorry, they don't have the glycol. They have a resin based colorant that lasts a little longer. And I just try to give people a product that's going to last because there's a lot of paints out there where you end up um, with picking those darker colors. They're going to fade pretty rapidly. So you got to you got to know that like it, it's, it's weird. It's a weird detail, but like that color selection comes into um, the actual outcome of the house. So a lot of people are painting their house black and a lot of people will be repainting their house very soon. It's my personal opinion. So interesting. it's uh, always, it's going to be real interesting. So, but, so yeah. what can people expect in the process? As you said, you guys are getting pretty busy and uh, on the schedule from beginning to end timeline wise, and then the different steps of the process, what can people expect? Yeah, so the full rundown of how it works is you're going to call into our office. Um, Jess or Sarah are going to answer our phones, and there are two uh, office managers. And um, like our whole company doesn't really have a lot of titles. Uh, it's it's really a team. Uh, and when it comes down to someone answering their phone, they're going to book you an appointment. They're going to give you a, a real time. We don't move our appointment. Um, and we're going to come out either myself, Rob, or Brian are going to come out uh, and make sure that you get all the knowledge about the actual paint job, whether you hire us or not. And, you know, I sometimes I feel like I give people too much knowledge, but I always take it as, you know, if I put more good out there, um, I'll get more good back. And, uh, and uh, it's one of those things um, where if, if you're getting quotes and people aren't showing up, and like, I'm the only guy that shows up. I, I, it's like one of those unfortunate things because it's almost like I need someone else to see someone else's perspective in order to understand mine. And uh, that whole estimating process can take up to three to four weeks for some people where they just can't get people out there 
or you know, people keep moving appointments. So it's, that can be a very frustrating thing for homeowners is trying to actually get the three bids at this point in time. So after you decide to sign up, we do uh, 10% down. So we never ask for more than 10%, uh, no matter what size the job, it can be a hundred thousand or it could be a thousand. It's always 10% down. And uh, we do 90% when the job's done. And there's a lot of people out there that'll say, you know, zero money down, that whole thing. Um, I just don't think anything past 10% is really necessary for a, a real contractor. The only reason we have 10% down is because uh, when, when you put your 10% down, you're locking into our actual schedule. Like you are accepting that we will be painting your house uh, rather than doing the whole 50% down, hope the guy shows up in July type of thing, which is kind of scary for people. Uh, once you get the actual, uh, paint job signed up and you do your deposit, then a designer comes out and uh, you worked with Lori, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's super helpful. She's going to bring all types of colors out. She's got a whole car full of pre-painted boards. She'll send you eight by eight squares. We'll get uh, samples made the paint on the house for you. Um, it's kind of one of the biggest parts of working with us is making sure you get the color right. And uh, she's one of the most vital parts of our whole company. And uh, for me, I, I lean on her a lot because I'll be out and we'll sign up, you know, 10 houses in a couple of days and she'll have them all done. And she makes sure all those people get all their colors the right way. The, they get all the colors they want because there's a lot of times where people say, oh, we're going to color match our house and it comes out weird or wrong. And then you get a lot of people that they don't know how to look at colors um, the correct way, which is, you know, in a lot of natural light. So they miss the hues and they end up painting their house pink on accident. Uh, was that one yesterday? It was very, very oh, funny. Man. Yes. Yeah. He was very upset about his pink house. And uh, <laughs> so he's repainting. Um, and it's one of those things. Once you get the color consultant uh, booked, which is usually about two to three weeks out at a current time like this, uh, then you'll move into our power washing and the power washer is uh, it's really, really cool. It's, it's actually a steam cleaner. So it's 190 degree hot water and it's built inside of a truck. We don't drag a power washer around the house. It's really, really simple for people to hire us in this respect because we're not destroying anything. And that's one of the things, if you have a guy with a power washer dragging a hose around and he's actually dragging the physical power washer, there's a lot of stuff getting hit. This is something where everything's on hose reels, they'll pull 200 feet out, walk around the house, soap it, and then come back and then uh, hit it with the hot water and steam clean off all the mold, mildew, nastiness. Uh, That's about a three, four hour event um, from start to finish. And, you know, bigger houses are going to take longer and smaller houses are going to not take as long. It's uh, but everyone gets their house power washed. And after that, we try to get to the houses within a week for the painting. Uh, most of our jobs are done within uh, two to three days. And it's important that we don't, you know, linger around for months and coming back to the whole thing. It's expensive. I'd, uh, once, once the painting is done and the walk around has been done, if you see something or there's uh, an issue we provide a two-year warranty. So if let's say, uh, you know, a board flakes and it happens, so just, it's, it's the nature of paint. It falls off. It's what it, it's what it does. And um, if there's an issue with any point, we'll come out and take care of it for free within those first two years. 
Yeah, and I can vouch too. We had a little bit of a tricky situation, like you were talking yeah. about before, where we were putting new doors. Okay, we're back. Our, <laughs> we're, yeah, lost you there for a sec. Um, we're we're about to wrap yeah. up here. I know you got to get on the road to some appointments, but we had a tricky yeah. situation. Just so people know, we were putting some uh, doors in our sunroom, and they were painting our house right all around the same time. We had some delays in our doors. They were willing to paint the rest of the house, come back and paint the sunroom area after the fact. Just so flexible and able to work with a variety of situations. I know people might be getting sick of me touting your praises here, but I, I'm so serious right. how how awesome they were. I highly yeah. suggest that you work with them. So on that note, Patrick, how can people get an appointment with you? Um, they can call us uh, 248-844-8888, um, or they can go on our website. The website is the best tool. Um, you can put an estimate request in there. There's a gallery with prices. So if you kind of know what your house looks like and you can find it in the gallery, there's prices listed on similar homes and each one's different. Um, but the, it gives you a good idea where you don't need to be in question or like, I don't want to call the guy out because I don't want to be able to not afford it. So look at the homes. Uh, our average jobs are between, uh, you know, a couple thousand bucks around two to about six. So you're, you're, it's a wide range. We offer the financing. It's, it's all pretty simple. Um, when you get down to the actual getting a hold of us, hiring us and doing it. And I think that's kind of, you know, one of the things that you were, you were saying when you hired me, like no one ever has like cared this much. I called out to paint anything like I own, <laughs> you know, and that's kind of our approach. Like, if we care enough, right, and we give enough people what we want, we'll get enough of what we want in return, which is, you know, just uh, it's financial security. It's it's job security. It's just being uh, a pillar in the, the painting community that's kind of unshakable. So, well, Patrick, great info. Thanks again for coming on. Again, I highly uh, recommend the exterior painters to anybody out there that's uh, considering uh, doing this to their home. So best of luck to you moving forward, Patrick. Yep. Thank you.